Summary of Crime and Punishment, Part 1, Chapter 1 Summary. The novel begins with the protagonist, Rodion Romanovich Raskolnikov, stepping out of his shabby apartment in St. Petersburg. He is deeply immersed in thought and clearly distressed. Raskolnikov is a former student who had to drop out of university due to financial constraints, and he is currently impoverished. As he walks the streets of the city, Raskolnikov's inner turmoil becomes evident. He has a haunting idea that he's been obsessing over, which torments him. The nature of this idea isn't yet revealed to the reader, but it's clear that it's something significant and potentially dangerous. During his walk, Raskolnikov visits a tavern, where he meets Marmeladov, a civil servant who has squandered all his and his family's money on alcohol. Marmeladov tells Raskolnikov the tragic story of his family's descent into poverty and the extreme sacrifices his daughter Sonia has made for them, including resorting to prostitution. This encounter with Marmeladov provides a stark portrayal of the desperation and suffering present in many of the city's inhabitants. The chapter serves as an introduction to Raskolnikov's complex psychological state and establishes the grim, oppressive atmosphere of the urban setting, which plays a significant role in the novel. Part 1 Chapter 2 Summary When Raskolnikov enters the Marmeladov's home, the grim nature of their living situation becomes palpable. The family's poverty is extreme, with many people crammed into a tiny, unsanitary space. Katerina Ivanovna, Marmeladov's wife, is introduced as a once dignified and noble woman who has been reduced to a state of dire poverty and illness. Her pride and former social status are evident, as she often references her earlier days and the respect her family once commanded. Her health is declining, and she's constantly worried about the fate of her children after her imminent death. Sonia's situation is heart-wrenching. Despite being forced into prostitution, she's depicted as a beacon of hope and purity within the family. Her devoutness is emphasized, and it's clear that she's made significant personal sacrifices for the sake of her family. The dichotomy of her occupation and her character highlights one of the novel's major themes, the complexities of morality and the societal forces that push individuals into morally ambiguous situations. Raskolnikov's visit to the Marmeladovs provides a stark contrast to his internal struggles. While he's grappling with his own moral dilemmas, he's confronted with the tangible suffering of a family in his community. His decision to give them some money, despite his own poverty, reveals a spark of compassion and empathy amidst his otherwise tumultuous mental state. The chapter is pivotal as it sets up various moral, social, and psychological conflicts that will be further explored throughout the novel. It raises questions about societal responsibility, the nature of sacrifice, and the interplay between external circumstances and personal morality. Part 1 Chapter 3 Summary Chapter 3 takes a step back from the immediate events and delves into Raskolnikov's recent past and the events leading up to the current narrative. Raskolnikov recalls an evening, not long before, when he overheard a conversation between a student and an officer. The two men were discussing the moral implications of killing an old pawnbroker woman for the greater good. They argued that by killing her and using her money for beneficial purposes, many could benefit and be lifted from poverty. The student even went so far as to say that if one person's death, especially someone as useless and harmful as the pawnbroker, led to the betterment of society, then the act could be morally justified. This conversation deeply affects Raskolnikov and plants a seed in his mind. He begins to obsess over the idea of murdering the old pawnbroker, justifying it by telling himself that her death would serve a higher purpose. His internal conflict is intensified as he contemplates whether he has the audacity and courage to commit such an act, and if he does, whether it would make him a Napoleon, 
someone above conventional moral laws because they act for a higher purpose. The chapter closes with Raskolnikov, feverish and overwhelmed, returning to his cramped apartment. He's tormented by his thoughts. Yet at the same time, a plan begins to take shape in his mind. Chapter 3 is crucial in crime and punishment as it gives readers an insight into the genesis of Raskolnikov's idea of committing a crime and the philosophical underpinnings of his internal struggles. It lays the groundwork for the novel's exploration of morality, free will, and the consequences of actions. Part 1 Chapter 4 Summary In this chapter, Raskolnikov's mental anguish continues to escalate. He's tormented by the thought of the crime he's contemplating, yet at the same time, he's drawn to it. As he wrestles with these emotions, he makes his way to the apartment of the old pawnbroker under the guise of pawning an item. This visit serves a dual purpose. Firstly, it's a chance for him to gather information about the layout of her apartment and her routines. Secondly, the visit acts as a rehearsal or test to see if he has the nerve to commit the crime. While in her apartment, he notes key details such as the location of a big heavy pledge chest that might contain valuable items. Upon leaving the pawnbroker's apartment, Raskolnikov is in an even more heightened state of agitation. He is overwhelmed by a mix of disgust, fear, and an exhilarating rush from coming so close to the potential act. During his walk back, he encounters a funeral procession for a young girl. This serves as a juxtaposition to the morbidity of his own thoughts. However, a sudden downpour provides a temporary distraction, and Raskolnikov's thoughts become slightly more lucid. The chapter concludes with Raskolnikov returning to his apartment, where he has a disturbing dream. In the dream, he's a young boy witnessing a horse being brutally beaten to death in the street. This violent and distressing dream acts as a symbolic representation of Raskolnikov's own internal violence and conflict. Chapter 4 continues to build tension by delving deeper into Raskolnikov's psyche. The dream, in particular, serves as a foreshadowing of events and themes to come in the novel. It reflects the brutality and moral complexities that the story grapples with. Part 1 Chapter 5 Summary Chapter 5 opens with Raskolnikov waking up from his disturbing dream about the horse being beaten. The dream leaves a lasting impression on him, further unsettling his already fragile state of mind. Despite the disarray of his thoughts, one thing becomes clear. He's decided to carry out his plan to murder the pawnbroker. Raskolnikov rationalizes that the money he could get from her would not only alleviate his own financial struggles but also help others. He becomes consumed with the idea, and his thoughts become focused on the practicalities of the act, how to do it, when to do it, and what he would need. As he ponders over these details, he realizes he would need an axe to commit the crime. On impulse, he checks the kitchen of his apartment building and finds the very tool he needs. With the axe concealed under his coat, he sets out to the pawnbroker's apartment. Yet, even as Raskolnikov prepares to carry out the murder, he's plagued by doubts and seems almost to hope for something to stop him. He's constantly distracted, even stopping by a tavern to drink beer, seemingly to gather some courage or perhaps stall. By the chapter's end, Raskolnikov stands outside the pawnbroker's door, ringing her bell, committing himself to the act he's been contemplating. Chapter 5 is a pivotal point in crime and punishment, marking the transition from Raskolnikov's internal philosophical debates to decisive action. The tension is palpable, as readers are left in suspense about whether he'll follow through with his plan. The chapter captures the protagonist's vacillation between determination, fear, and doubt. Part 1 Chapter 6 Summary Chapter 6 marks a crucial turning point in the narrative. Having resolved to commit the crime, Raskolnikov finds himself in the pawnbroker's apartment. Once inside, without wasting time, 
He strikes the old woman with the axe, killing her, while he initially feels a sense of triumph, thinking he's successfully committed the perfect crime. Things quickly spiral out of control, as he's rifling through the apartment, he suddenly realizes the pawnbroker's half-sister, Lizabetta, has witnessed the act, in a panicked frenzy, he kills her too. This second murder is even more shocking for Raskolnikov, as Lizaveta is portrayed as an innocent, almost saintly figure, with both women dead. Raskolnikov frantically searches the apartment, trying to steal anything of value. However, his nervousness and paranoia make the task challenging. He is almost caught several times. First, by two visitors who ring the pawnbroker's doorbell and later by the voices and noises in the staircase. The apartment becomes a chamber of horror for Raskolnikov full of tension and near discoveries. Miraculously, he manages to escape the building unnoticed, although in his haste, he leaves behind some evidence. Returning to his apartment, Raskolnikov is now a murderer, and the weight of his actions begins to settle upon him. This chapter is a climactic moment in crime and punishment. The act of the murder, which has been building up over the previous chapters, finally takes place. This action shifts the narrative from a contemplative exploration of Raskolnikov's thoughts about the crime to the tangible repercussions and psychological torment that follows. The tension, chaos, and subsequent guilt set the tone for the rest of the novel. Part 1 Chapter 7 Summary Chapter 7 primarily revolves around the aftermath of the double murder. After Raskolnikov leaves the scene of the crime and returns to his apartment, he's in a state of severe shock and disarray. The reality and gravity of his actions weigh heavily on him. The chaos of his mind is mirrored by the physical mess in his room, where he examines the items he took from the pawnbroker's place. His panic only increases when he realizes that he has forgotten to lock his door and that he's at risk of being discovered at any moment. His paranoia intensifies when he hears a knock at his door. It's the building's porter, bringing Raskolnikov a summons from the police. For a heart-stopping moment, Raskolnikov believes he's been caught. But it turns out the summons is related to Adedios, having nothing to do with the murders. At the police station, Raskolnikov's mental state continues to deteriorate. Surrounded by officers discussing various cases, he struggles to maintain his composure. When the murders of the pawnbroker and Lizaveta are mentioned, he nearly gives himself away. The weight of guilt, combined with his physical and emotional exhaustion, causes him to faint. The chapter ends with Raskolnikov being revived and subsequently released from the police station, with officers suspecting nothing more than his ill health. However, it's clear that Raskolnikov's internal torment has only just begun. Chapter 7 is a vivid portrayal of the psychological torment and paranoia that immediately follows Raskolnikov's crime. It sets the stage for the cat-and-mouse game that will unfold throughout the novel, both with the law and within Raskolnikov's own conscience.